What's up guys, welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades, so uh, glad to see you here and let's get started. A quick little note before I get into the analysis part, I have a bit of a cold, mm-hmm. so uh, my voice is going to be weirder than usual and I might speak a, speak slightly slower than I normally speak. So uh, if that's the case, I request you to listen to this on 2x speed. In fact, I recommend you listen to all podcasts on 2x speed, speed because it's, it's just a completely different experience that way and it's honestly just far superior. So I just wanted to make that quick little note because I didn't want, uh, you know, you guys to, uh, you know, suffer because of the quality. And that's that's just something that I felt I should mention. So let's get started with the analysis and we'll start with the general theme. Now to me, the entire week, if I had to sum it up in one word, would be um, indecisive and hesitant. And the reason for that is because pretty much on every single episode this week, I've mentioned these words. And the reason for that is that it's just been tiptoeing and testing the waters. And I've taken a previous uh, you know, analogy of someone who's walking on ice, trying to just you know, kick the ice in front of them, kick the path in front of them to see whether that uh, you know, path will be able to support the weight. So I feel that is what happened throughout this entire week, not just with the indices, but also with some of the underlying stocks, especially some of the underlying stocks that I traded. So in my general view, this is what I observed. And that is why we're seeing either negative or, you know, flat or spinning tops, all of those uh, sorts of patterns in various stocks, including the indices on the weekly charts because it sort of sums up the entire week that way and uh, you know that that is what i felt happened in terms of friday specific movements bank nifty saw uh, a pretty good day plus 116 and nifty saw a bad day in minus 103 now i had previously mentioned that i don't think this generally would happen where bank nifty is significantly positive and nifty is significantly negative but that did happen so that that's pretty unusual and that's probably because of the underlying stocks and we'll get to that uh, in in the respective analysis so i just wanted to mention that and uh, yeah with that let's get into nifty's analysis now nifty had a pretty rough day 91 advances in the underlying stocks and 41 declines That is definitely not ideal and that is probably why it closed 103.90 points down, closing at 11,908. Yes, it slipped down from that 12,000 level. In fact, it is uh, barely above that 11,000 level now, rather 11,900 level now. So it showed that the correction that happened was quite significant. And I'd previously mentioned that it, if, it, if it is able to sustain above 12,000, 12,100 should not be, uh, you know, that difficult. However, it is now unable to sustain, uh, it was unable to sustain that level. It opened gap down 
and it was just not able to uh, you know take support from there and it it just faced a lot of resistances in general coincidentally the resistance was from that upper trend line that we've been talking about a lot if you're curious about which trend line i'm talking about um my instagram story must have already expired so you should just check it out on twitter it'll be there in, under the media section so my twitter is at markets with kr so you'll find it under there and you'll see that it is a very linear and a very smooth uh, trend line and it's something that it has respected for quite some time uh, if you hear uh, you know a crow in the background that's because there's a crow outside the window i don't know why he's just making crow noises i can't i can't even get him out that's fine that's fine i, I just hope he leaves or not uh, but yeah that, that 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 is what we saw we also saw the index turning back from that upper trend line so it, it's quite interesting because it was it was trailing that trend line for quite some time in fact we saw it trailing the trend line from 30th october right up to 7th november and now it's finally slipped below it's at 8ma so it's ta- it's taken some sort of support from 8 moving average which is a good thing however if it does want to fall if it does want to slip back it has the potential to go down up to that 11800 level at least and this is a bit different when we look at the weekly chart because when we look at the weekly chart it shows that uh, you know it's it's almost like a continuity pattern so that's a positive thing um and you know on um, this is this is on the on the weekly chart again that it's it's just going up and down and up and down it's like a cyclical thing almost and now it's reached almost that uh, swing high where it's formed a spinning top and if you guys know spinning tops are generally a sign of reversals and this spinning top might not be something that different because it's at a resistance zone and it might just fall down and according to the chart levels on the weekly chart it should quite possibly fall down to 600 750 levels if it wants to make a proper you know retracement so that is what i'm seeing on the weekly chart that's what i'm seeing on the daily chart as always as i've always said that a lot of this will depend on the underlying stocks and this is something that you know today's results or rather friday's uh, performance does show very clearly nine advances and 41 declines indicate that the you know nifty just did not have the strength that it needs to close positive whereas bank nifty was just a 5 is to 7 ratio so even though the negatives outweighed the positives it it still had sufficient uh, you know sufficient underlying strength in the index to uh, push it above the previous close so that is something which was lacking and that is something which might pose an issue in this coming week also unless the underlying stocks are strong enough i don't think we'll see you know extreme strong movements for from the indices so um if if you know i had to talk about this coming week then if it it is and based on uh, you know based on the chart patterns based on what we'll see in the bank nifty analysis also it does appear to be somewhat negative somewhat bearish so depending on how the week starts and how the week actually progresses i am expecting it to possibly you know make a correction some profit booking elements possibly for those positional and swing traders 
who picked the stock up just before 20th September and now they might be looking at squaring it off. So, you know, I'm expecting that to happen in this week. And uh, with that, we'll get into the underlying stocks, the top gainers and the top losers for Nifty. The top gainer for the day was Yes Bank, up 4.82%, closing at 69.65, very close to that 70 level, but, uh, you know, not quite. It's good to see Yes Bank in this list, though, because it's it's just been featured very, very frequently in my uh, podcasts, and it, it just sort of shuffles between my top losers and the top gainers. This time for Yes Bank, we saw a consolidation, and now it's at or around support. So that's a good thing. And uh, what it shows, and this is on the weekly chart, is that it opened with a gap down, a significant gap down on the weekly chart. However, it was able to sustain itself very well. So it might just show that it's retraced and then it is now taking support. So that is a good thing. That is a positive thing. And that makes me think that Yes Bank might just be, uh, you know, another possible potential good trade and that is why it's going to be on my watch list now earlier at the earlier levels you know at 30 rupees at 40 rupees it just seemed like a gamble because the prices were just too low they fell far too quickly so unless you looked at it as a you know i'll just get it doesn't matter if it uh, works or not unless you went into the stock from that perspective you would have probably not uh, really considered it as a good buy However, now that it's actually sort of holding its ground well, we might see some hopeful, hopefully, you know, strong moves from Yes Bank. So that's my view on Yes Bank. The next stock, the next top gainer for the day is going to be Indusin Bank. And this is another stock that uh, has been featured a lot in my podcast, especially since this past week. Indusin Bank is 2.90% up, closing at 1422 so it's good to see that it's finally breached that 1400 level and uh, we were talking about a 1300 breach uh, not too long ago i believe last last week now it's breached that 1400 level so the same pretty much applies if it's able to sustain at this level if it's able to sustain above 1400 then that's great the right time here would have been to buy it once it's sustained above that upper trend line and if you don't know which trend line i'm talking about you should probably refer back to some of my uh, you know previous episodes i believe 3 weeks ago would have would be perfect because that's when i really talked about that hey this upper trend line has been a resistance for indusin bank if it's able to sustain that if it's able to breach that then it should be a good buy and uh, i i don't mean good buy as in good buy i mean a good buy as in a good buy as a good position to get into so that's what we're seeing with Indusin Bank. Again, I'm, I'm not really sure about, um, you know, the news-based activities, the fundamentals. And if you're wondering about why I mentioned the fundamentals and the news-based activities is because, uh, you know, they will obviously play a big role. And if you want to learn more, you should l- listen to my previous episode. That's Basics with KR number two. I talk about the financial markets, what they are and the types of charges and all of those things. So it's a great uh, sort of resource for beginners and if you are a beginner then you'll probably feel a bit lost in this podcast so i do recommend uh, you know uh, following basics with kr and then jumping back to this one so it helps you you know grow as a trader and investor so that that shameless plug aside 
Indusin Bank does look good now. I'm very curious to see if it actually is able to sustain at this level. The top loser for the day is Infratel, and this is this was a top gainer, I believe, thrice in this podcast last week. Uh, Infratel is down 4.92%, closing at 218. And I'll just just excuse me for a second. I'll try to remove those uh, birds from here. Yeah, so as I was saying, Infratel down 4.92%, closing at 218. 252 was uh, a, an air quote target that I had given. And that's because that is where the next resistance was. Now, I'm curious to see where it actually reached. So, the thing with Infratel was that I'd mentioned that it was at a support level previously. And from there, it rose uh, pretty decently, but then just sort of fell flat. So, that's I'm not too sure why that happened. Uh, it's It, it almost fell, fa- fell flat quite suddenly. It wasn't really at a proper resistance level as far as I can see on the charts. On the weekly chart, though, uh, it appears very interesting. So, it's it's almost like you know an inverted hammer and then a shooting star of sorts. So, uh, it's if you want to see an interesting chart pattern, look at an infratel on the weekly chart. The next loser for the day is Sun Pharma, down 4.3%, closing at 421.65. Looks like this stock is just slowly sinking, possibly going to go down for a bit. And, uh, you know, we might see some intermittent positive, uh, you know, spells in Sun Pharma. But in general, the trend does not look too good. So, Sun Pharma, if you're in here, if if you want to get into a stock for the long run, I would say, you know, do not look at Sun Pharma unless it actually breaks that trend. And if I'm being honest, I'm not too sure when that will happen. So those were Nifty's top gainers and losers and Nifty's analysis. Uh, We'll jump on into Bank Nifty now. So while Nifty made a low, uh, well not a low, Nifty went almost below that 11,900 level, um, Bank Nifty actually made a new swing high and that is at 31,108. So that's a very, very, very strong thing. Bank Nifty had five advances and seven, uh, you know, declines, which is all right. It's much, much better than what Nifty did on Friday. But, you know, that that's just how the, the day progressed for them. And as I've said, you know, the underlying stocks will dictate um, the movements of these indices very much. And while there is always going to be that amount of, uh, you know, sort of uh, moving in the same general direction, the specific moves might be different based on the underlying stocks because think about this even though nifty bank was up 116 technically bank you know nifty should have been up by 25 to 30 points at least if not 40 50 uh, the underlying stocks just would not uh, would not allow it i mean when you've got just nine gainers for the day it does not make sense so i just want to you know talk more more on that and uh, especially because Bank Nifty actually made a new swing high, which is pretty cool. So Bank Nifty was up 116.25 points, closing at 30,749. And uh, the not so good thing here uh, with Bank Nifty on the daily chart is that the candle does not look too good. It's almost like a shooting star. And uh, we can see that it faced some very, very stiff resistance around that uh, 31,000 level and now it's slipped back to 30,750 
so clearly not a good sign not a reassuring sign but it's still above 8 ma so you know we can't really say that it's uh it's on a downtrend or we can't really say that it might be a reversal quite yet because that 8 ma support has been respected very well so far so in fact from 15th october it's consistently taken support from uh, 8 ma so we might just see that continuing and uh, on the weekly chart it's at a spinning top which which again sort of raises uh, that uh, you know, concern in my mind that whether this will actually be uh, you know a reversal or or a correction or a retracement so that's something that i'm curious to see the worst case scenario i feel that uh, you know we might be testing that 30000 that 29000 level in this coming week if it is going to be a considerably negative week if not 29800 uh, 500 or so might be the lowest that it could go if it's going to be reasonably all right uh, you know move a down move for bank nifty if it's going to be an upwards move then i'm expecting 30400 30500 i don't quite think that it it would make an attempt for the all time high or sustain above the all time high yet the all time high is about 31800 or so from what i can see here so uh it's possible 1100 points in one week is not uh, you know dot impossible but it's it, it just seems a bit a bit uh, you know far fetched right now where it's at so that's where bank nifty is at now we'll come to bank nifty's gainers and losers and the top gainer of the day was yes bank we already spoke about yes bank so i'll just do a quick recap on it 4.82% up closing at 69.65 the high was 72.3 so it did clearly attempt to breach uh, you know that 70 rupee barrier or rather reclaim that 70 rupee barrier but it was unable to do so by just 35 paise so pretty crazy the next gainer of the day is rbl bank and ATMA support is very evident uh, it looks like it's still riding that uh, you know uptrend tide that we spoke about i believe again 3 months or so ago so that is where rbl bank is at on the weekly chart it has some weird candles but it's still rising so that's a good thing now now coming to the losers for bank nifty we've got bank of baroda leading the pack it is down 2.39% closing at 93.90 rupees and it's it's interesting to note that it did not even attempt a 100 breach in fact it didn't even come close to 99 it just stopped at 97.15 um you know that said it does have atma support now so that's possibly why it did not slip down further uh now what i what i feel to understand is that it was on a pretty decent move so i'm assuming that there was some news based event of some sorts which is why it slipped back because you know looking at the charts it does not look like uh, it it was at a particular resistance level or something it just sort of fell flat on friday is what i can see on the chart and uh, the next loser for the day uh, for bank nifty is federal bank 80 and this was uh, you know down 2.03% closing at 82.25 and uh, where federal bank is right now looks like 80 to 82 rupees is going to be a support zone so it's it's almost at that so we might just see tomorrow's low uh, you know being around 82 or 79 or something possibly going stop loss hunting and then uh, you know 
rising up if it wants to uh, you know jump back up so that's what i'm seeing on federal bank and uh, yeah that that's pretty much it as far as bank nifty is concerned now as far as my friday's trades are concerned uh, my main trade for Friday was TCS. Unfortunately, it was not a good trade. In fact, it's quite possibly uh, the most, uh, you know, loss that I've made this week on any trade in general. And uh, I don't have the exact numbers, unfortunately, uh, because it's easier to see, you know, the PNL on the on that day itself. Um, unfortunately, I don't quite have that right now. I might, uh, yeah, you know what, I'll, I'll post it on my Twitter so if you are curious about what my ROI was, it was negative. So I'll just give you that much. It was negative. But if you are curious about what that ROI was and more on that trade, then I'll post it on Twitter. Uh, but TCS, uh, it, it, I, I felt that it might just take support and then it might go up. However, it failed to do so. In fact, the the open for TCS on Friday was equal to the high, which should have been one of my, uh, you know, signals that should have told me that hey don't go long but, but i did not catch that signal so you know i paid the price and another thing that i noticed that was that i was, I was trading tcs a lot i believe the entire week uh, i've traded tcs at least once so you know possible over trading i don't know uh, that that's just what i feel might have happened and uh, yeah that, that's honestly it as far as my trades are concerned there were a few smaller trades um but really not that important again as i've said most of my trades are based on uh you know that uh, that support zone or the resistance area and I, I i take most of my trades based on that alone so i and and yeah i mean i, I try to be as transparent as possible especially with this tcs loss i want to mention that most importantly because uh, you know, it's important to talk about losses also because uh, they are much, much more common than a lot of these gurus online will, um, you know, show you. They'll always show you a positive streak for the month or they'll always show you uh, multi-bagger returns that they've made and all that shit. But in reality, it's it's far, far from that. You will always make losing trades. You'll always have losing days, losing positions, losing weeks. That's fine. That's just part of the process. So I, I really wanted to mention that specifically in this episode uh, because of TCS, because, you know, um, everyone should know that it's it's a natural part of uh, this, this sort of, uh, you know, line. And uh, you should be prepared to actually do it. That that crow is back again, so I hope that he isn't audible. But yeah, that, that's it. that's about it as far as this episode is concerned. And as always, if you've got any questions, if you've got any suggestions, feedback, I'm always open to it. At Indian Markets with KR on Instagram, at Markets with KR on uh, Twitter, and I'll also be sharing a voice message link. So if anyone wants to me wants me to ask uh, wants to ask me questions if you've got anything to share if you want to add something um then you can just click on that link and send me a voice message so yeah i i hope this was informative and with that i'm going to square off i'm going to exit this uh this episode happy trading tomorrow mm-hmm.